Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Welcome to the Web Crawlers Friday mini episode, um, our quarantine sodes. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria. Today we're discussing something interesting, it, which is where have all the serial killers gone? In addition to that, we have some other stuff. What is this ring crush shout out, Melissa? The girls who sent us all those rings, I haven't gotten them to you guys yet because i haven't seen you but they sent yes. us nine wow. rings it's all like different wait. kinds of quartz and like different colors oh my god and, like, yes different sizes too so they're like they are so gorgeous i am so ex- they're like aesthetically stuff that i wear legitimately in my day-to-day life yeah and they I sent us a nice wait. note yeah so shout out to ring crush Those what is their awesome. what are their what's their social media i think it's just at ring crush on instagram yeah but they're fans of the show. They wrote us like a cute letter and they put a picture of a puck wedgie on it. Oh my God. So amazing. Yeah. So follow them, give them some love. Uh, Cause, and thank you guys so much. Those are so cool. Then we got a really great email um, about a game idea that we can play. Uh, Melissa, what was the email? This is from Adam. This is hi, Allie, Melissa and Maria. Hold on. I got to answer. This is my Amazon fresh. I think. Hello. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, I got so like it's impossible to get things delivered. It's crazy. And so Craig and I just have like like once in a while we'll just like refresh Amazon Fresh to see if any windows are available. And so like we just like pile in things into the cart really quickly in case. And so 
that's what happened. So we've got, I don't know, just like some random stuff coming, but it's going to, we're going to go on lockdown after this because we're going to have to like disinfect everything and it's going to be a real to do. Yeah, you're being intense. But yeah, I have to go to CVS soon to pick up my prescription because I tried to transfer it to the CVS that had a drive through said you can't transfer the prescription. Then I tried to switch it to Express Scripts to have it delivered. And it's like, sorry, your insurance doesn't cover it being switched to whatever. So I'm like, oh, oh my I'm God, preparing to like go to the store and pick up a prescription. Wear um, sunglasses. Yeah. Too. I went, I had to go to the drive through pharmacy yesterday and it was harrowing. And then I also had to go to, oh my God, it was like the darkest moments of my life because then <laughs> I had to go, I had to get a probiotic at the vitamin shop and I didn't want to wait like five days to get it. And so I called the vitamin shop. I ordered it, pre-ordered what I needed online. And I called them and I said, can I drive up? I have a weakened immune system. Can I just drive up? And can you just like put it down like outside my car? (laughs) Just put it in the parking lot. (laughs) And he was like, he was like, yeah, I'd be glad to. So then I drove up and he's standing there just holding this bottle of probiotics. And then he's like waiting for me to roll down the window. And I was like, put it on the hood. Yeah. Put it on the hood. Oh my God on the hood and i had a full mask on and i had like i, so I can't for- hear you what did you say <laughs> seriously I, like, <laughs> I just kept saying put it on the hood and he was like okay and i had a, this full mask on gloves on black gloves on i was wearing craig's big sandals because i wasn't gonna get out of my car <laughs> other than that and they must have been standing in the shop being like this is i felt crazy i felt crazy and then he left and I went to the hood of my car and I picked it up and I put it in a big plastic bag that was in my front seat. Oh, that's a good idea. It's crazy oh. to me that people who are delivering stuff, like we've been getting Postmates and some people wait at the door and we're like, just leave it at the door. Just set it down leave. and we'll get it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just leave. Like, sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, I haven't been doing any delivery food. I've just, I'm like, I'm still too sketch about it. Maria, have you been doing delivery food? No, not at all. Like I, I can't cause there's just too many variables for me yeah. where I wish like today I saw someone, I saw someone like sitting outside cause you know, these people are having like six foot like coffee dates or whatever. I think you know it's I mean? so weird. Yeah. Oh, really? Where, like, basically like their friend you'll go out your front yard and your friend will come over and sit six feet away from you oh and you guys can have coffee together <laughs> but the girl had a bag like a muffin bag and like a coffee from a store oh yeah no. I was like, well that there's nothing i'd want more than that but that defeats the purpose yeah yeah i don't know doing i don't know what is everyone doing i just feel like the the, the more people start to get it maybe the more people will stop. Yeah, dude. Out. Just, just, know. just stay home. It's crazy. Anyways, uh, what's this fuck Mary kill thing? Okay, so this is an email from Adam, and he says he has a game along the lines of fuck Mary kill, but for unsolved crimes. So basically, you pick, you pick one crime to know, like one unsolved crime that you know that you will find out one hundred percent what happened, okay. and then you pick a crime. Where it's like the police tell you what's happened, but like you'll ne- but it's not true, and you'll never find out what happens. And then you pick one 
where you have all of the files and evidence delivered to you and you can go through the files as much as you want. Okay. So this guy, Adam, he was like, he put his three were John Bonet, Zodiac Killer, and Black Dahlia. And mm-hmm. his was he would find out 100% what happened to John Bonet. Mm-hmm. And then he would like to have all of the case files for the Zodiac Killer. And then, oh, so that one you can pick, you can go through yourself. So yeah. that's like you discovering it for yourself. Okay. And then the one where he will probably never know the truth. He picked the Black Dahlia. So I was like, "What are what are our three? What would you you know what I would pick? The first one to find out. He actually had a name for this game. He emailed back. It's called Solve Research Closed. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, Solve Research Closed. So SRC. I, I think. The solved one that I would like to know, I think it's Elisa Lamb. That's the one that really like. I mean, of course, John Bonet is like. I would love to know what happened, but I think the one that like to know a hundred percent what happened might be Elisa Lamb. What happened to her in the water tank? Wait, hold on. Pick one to be told by police what happened, but you will know it's not true, and we'll never find out anymore. Wait, what do you mean you'll know it's not true? I think that just means. A case that's closed and like you'll never find out any more new details about it. And it's just you'll never know the truth of it. Basically one to like never know what happened. I'm fine not knowing about OJ Simpson. Like I already think I know what happened and the cops can tell me whatever. And like I don't need to know any more about that. Like I'm over OJ. Yeah. We all we know (laughs) what happened. We're all over OJ. See, I would maybe want to have all the case files on Elisa Lamb. Oh. And then know what happened to John Bonet. Oh, right. Because we basically know, uh, like, from all the documentaries and everything that we've watched, like, I know so many details about the John Bonet case. Yeah, but we, we aren't being able to solve it ourselves. Like, we, right. ev- everything there is to know about John Bonet, like, I feel like we know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if we did have all the files for Elisa Lamb, there's probably some we could stuff solve in it. there. Yeah. That pineapple and milk uh, will stick with me. Yeah. The day I die. Yeah, yeah, I would like to find out what happened to John Bonet. I want all the case files on Lisa Lamb. And fuck OJ, who cares? Fuck OJ. Who, and the Black Dahlia. I mean... I'd want to know what happened, because that was like such... It's such a big mystery. What, Black Dahlia or OJ? Black Dahlia. <laughs> oh. But it was that George guy. Oh, the surgeon? Or whatever. Yeah, it was um, George Hodel. There was this whole podcast about it that was very convincing that this guy George Hodel was like friends with him, like friends with um, Man Ray, and like the way the body was positioned was like very similar to like Man Ray's art, and this guy was friends with him. Oh, what about who killed Tupac and Biggie? (gasps) Oh. I mean, case files for that, there's no point because there really isn't anything. Would you want to know who killed Tupac? I know who. Or is he still? I would want to to know for sure. And that would be the Kennedy assassination. Oh, Oh. good. Like, I just would want to be told. That's a good one. Let's look. Famous unsolved mysteries. Famous unsolved. There's too many. Yeah. What is this? The Voyn- Voynich Manuscript. I don't know. The Voynich Manuscript. Because I, I looked up Unsolved Mysteries and it said Voynich Manuscript. The Voynich Manuscript is an illustrated codex 
handwritten in an unknown writing system. Ooh. The vellum on it uh, is written, has been carbon dated to the early 15th century Italian Renaissance. I do really want to know about the, um, the Sherry Papini thing. Oh, yeah, that was interesting, too. What really happened with Sherry Papini? Well, that's I'm going to have to ruminate on that a little bit because there's there's a lot there's yeah. a lot to take in. Amelia Earhart. What happened to Amelia Earhart? She wasn't murdered. She disappeared, though. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah that is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, there, I guess there's there's a lot of ways you can look at this game. Interesting. Tweet at us. Or Instagram us or send us an email. What, what's your solve research closed? Something to think about. Uh, now we got a really great email about cockroaches. <laughs> okay, this is from Chris and Steph Miller. It says, hello, lovelies. I'm dying listening to you all with the Dippin' Dots and Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Short story, my uncle is an exterminator. For his birthday, my aunt bought him a Madagascar hissing cockroach. Oh, my God. He actually named it Madeline. (laughs) (laughs) He'd get her out of the container to let us hear her hiss. She lived for five years. That's crazy. But it wasn't as gross as you'd think they would be. Anyway, stay awesome. Stephanie, Madeline the hissing cockroach. The Madagascar hissing cockroach. That's oh, I so get gross. it, because Madeline Madagascar. Madeline Madagascar, yeah. Where's your koala head, Allie? <laughs> <laughs> it's an octopus. I wonder if I, how the tentacles move. It's my body. When my body moves, the tentacles move. It's so wow. gross. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, also, uh, Jared Leto started a cult. Yeah, what the hell? Good for him. Well, wait, and then Allie, what's your story about him moaning? Oh, yeah. So I was probably like 23 or 24 and I was a party. uh, I was at a rooftop party at this hotel. I don't know if the hotel or exists anymore. It might be something else. I think it was like Red Hotel or something in Hollywood and it had like just opened. And I was so drunk. I was like wasted and I was very skinny at the time. Um, and I had short hair. Like, I just like looked very Cameron Diaz y, I think. And every time I would walk past him, he'd be like, hmm, hmm. And then I was at one point standing in a circle right near him, and he was just staring at me, like eyes not moving, like crazy, just staring. Like, and when I would stare back, he would not change his gaze and like, then I'd look away and like look at him, and he would keep staring, and he'd just be like, "Hmm." What like, is it that? Was is that so some sort weird. of tactic to like? It's like someone hunting their prey. <laughs> I don't know. It was so creepy, and I'm sure like a lot of girls probably fall. For- it was so weird. It was disgusting. Ew. Yeah. Oh my god, just grunting like that is crazy. It was so weird. Like, did not say anything to me. Just like any time I would walk by him, he'd be like, "Hmm." Or like, mm. oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. It was so gross. And then you dated him for like a year after that. Yeah, and then and he was my first marriage. Wow. <laughs> I think he's he, like he looks like the kind of guy who like I would be into, but like my I know well enough. Yeah, yeah. he does. 
his personality is just so bad. So I didn't even read this article. It's just like he started a cult and people are calling him like, what, leader or like daddy or something weird? Weird leader. <laughs> Last week he was he was on Inst- Instagram and he revealed that he was spending 12 days at a silent meditation retreat and like he didn't know about coronavirus. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> Which is the most Jared Leto thing ever. Yeah. But he has a – he's – apparently created his own cult on a commune called Camp Mars. Oh, so it's like a 30 seconds to Mars thing. Yeah. He's been hosting these religious retreats on this island for over a year. What? This article says the alleged insider goes on to say that Leto is promising people he'll protect them from the COVID-19 virus through the power of his own thoughts. Uh, Is it a joke, though? Is it like him... No, no, I guess it's not because I'm looking at pictures of him talking to big groups of people. It's on gossipcop.com. I'm on rawmusictv.com. Me it too. says Mars yeah. Island is a three night all inclusive festival experience. Relax and restore with yoga amongst the trees, take a dip in the pool, catch a midnight screening or gaze at the stars, and catch two intimate performances with 30 seconds to Mars. Mars Island is an experience like no other. It sounds like it's like Firefest, but yeah, like with, more of a weekend thing. Yeah, with thirty seconds to mo- okay. Uh, the cost of the experience, starting at a reasonable nine hundred ninety-five dollars, not including flights or travel, and rising to a staggering six thousand five hundred with this higher tier, including a Mars passport and exclusive VIP experience with Jared. Wow, he wants people to call him Profit. Okay. I mean, that's makes sense. That that seems like the, the right path for Jared Leto. I'm not shocked at all. I guess he says, uh, the guy who wrote this article says, it actually is a cult because Jared trademarked the phrase, yes, it's a cult, but it was supposed to be a joke. Well, I hope he's, I hope he's well. This article says something else. He says, there's an actual cult called Athene by Bashir Bumaza, who was a YouTuber, and then he literally formed a cult. When fans questioned what he was doing, he made a comical video pretending to be a cult leader. Many people thought he was serious and moved to his compound in Germany, where he literally ran the cult. So he maybe Jared like started this in jest, but it's actually like not a joke. He wants to see who like is actually into it. Yeah, he's like, hey, I started a cult for fun. Ha ha ha. And then like everyone's joining it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is all for fun. Right, guys? Yeah. And it slowly turns into like the Bhagwan. And it says it's mostly young females. Of course it is. It always is. Yeah, there's like pictures of it. It's mm, yeah, it's just like a lot of white chicks. He's going to have like 20 wives soon. It's like all white chicks. And then in the front row, there's like one really eager, active dude sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, what can you do, Jared? What can you do? My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, 
Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, should we get into、uh, our topic for today, which is really cool? Um, where have all the serial killers gone? We've been talking about how there's like a lot of serial killers in like the 60s and 70s and 80s, and there doesn't seem to be so many anymore. So we were thinking, where the hell did they all go? Yeah, where did they go? Because in the, in the 70s, there were more than 500 serial murderers in the United States.、Oh、and then in the 1980s, there were just over 600. And 1989 was the peak year in the United States with 193 separate serial killers operating. Oh my God. But in the 2000s, there were only 318. And then in the 2010s, there's only 73. Boring. Boring. So I guess author Peter Vronsky、uh, said in The Guardian last month, It appears that we're arresting and apprehending less serial killers. And when we do apprehend them, they have a much smaller victim list per killer.、Mm. So, yes, there seems to be a decline in the American serial killer or in American serial killing. Either there are less serial killers or we have gotten better at catching them earlier. So then we tweeted out asking people to give us their theories. And you guys had a lot of them. We discussed a couple of them,、uh, on our last episode or a week ago that one, the lead additives thing. Yeah. How there's less lead in gasoline and how it's causing less brain damage. And we also learned that pencils aren't made from lead at all. We did learn that. And <laughs> they're made also, from graphite. And then,、um, abortion being legal, which is, you know,、yeah. less, less unwanted children and less neglected children. Right. Is one. And then World War II fathers who have PTSD and how、right. they might take out their anger on their children. So that might be, that was one of the reasons. So we tweeted out and then we got some good answers. Yeah. We, we have, really did. Christopher says it's harder to get, get away with good old fashioned serial killing with modern technology and surveillance. So that is a really good, that's like technology. The reason why there's security cameras. 
yeah. cell phone tracking. So it's a lot harder to like fly under the radar. And also, I mean, there's like DNA testing. There's yes. I mean, the the way you profile killers is so much more advanced now. Yeah. Yeah. DNA collect horror said, even if there was a serial killer now that everybody thought was hot, you'd probably find out they tweeted something racist in 2009 and then they'd be canceled anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, there's a good chance that they just like tweeted something. And that's why they never became famous. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve says profiling and less shitty detective work. Right. So that goes into more about like the DNA. So you can catch people more after they do a single murder rather than after right. they've done several because we have like the testing and more, we have better practices as it comes to that. Uh, we have another one. Michael said that with added progress of technology and the surge in true crime and availability of info, the psychos are just getting better. They don't make the same mistakes anymore. They dispose of individual body parts slowly over time, over distance. Basically, they're just getting smarter. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the opposite saying that as opposed to detectives in the FBI and police getting better, that maybe the uh, serial killers are getting better at hiding it. Yeah, because they just watch, you know, Forensic Files or CSI, get some good tips. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then Mike Spano says, technology maybe in both catching them quicker and also maybe somehow being a distraction. Yeah, technology. I think that's kind of the main one because it's really hard to like, because in the 70s you could buy everything with cash and now it's like you got to steal a credit card and like you can be tracked easily. You got to stay in hotels, you know, when you're traveling around killing people. Yeah. Jamie Land says all the above, plus the media has changed tactics with coverage. So killers don't revel in outsized celebrity status, which is true. Like sometimes they don't release the name of like the mass shooter and things like that when things happen so that people who are seeking celebrity in that way, they don't do it. Yep. That's a good reason. Yeah. Penguin Penguin. makes makes an important (laughs) note. Yeah. (laughs) Makes an important note saying... Uh, I think that they're still out there. They're just smarter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going on to say 40% of murders are actually unsolved. Wow. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. This one from Maria, not Blasucci, says we don't open our doors for strangers anymore. That's true. Yeah, like nobody's nobody's hitchhiking. Nobody's opening doors. Nobody's like just letting their kids run around all willy-nilly during the day. Like, people are more... The behavior is way different than it was in, like, the 70s or 80s. Well, in the cities, but I think in small towns and stuff, it's still a little more... But then again, I think maybe we're more aware of a kind of, like, when someone gives you the heebie-jeebies, like, you've learned about how you should trust that instinct. I don't know. Yeah, we... I think... And also, I think women now feel comfortable not being polite all the time yeah so if a man if a man is like uh seems scary we feel more comfortable being like you're weird i'm not you know no thank you so i think that that's probably changed it a lot too another one that i read is about 20 percent of serial killers were people who had killed they went to prison and they were released and then they killed oh my gosh So there's longer prison sentences now, and there's reduced parole. So they're not going to be back on the streets to kill again. Like most killers now just get life in prison. 
Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's really interesting. Also, I think uh, we have written here also that in like the 70s and 80s and the 60s, people were experimenting with drugs a lot. Like yeah. as was the government, but like, I think people were doing like a lot of LSD and a lot of acid. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that that probably made people go like a little bonkers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And pregnant women, there's like better education about the dangers of doing drugs and smoking now. So less babies are born with tons of brain damage. Less babies born wrong. Less, ba- <laughs> less babies born wrong. And then uh, finally, uh, another thing is we talked about like repressed sexuality is I think like a lot of these serial killers were acting out like their sexual aggression, but now with like increased porn and more openness towards, you know, like homosexuality or bisexuality or like more fetishes that people feel more comfortable um, and less repressed. So maybe there's less of an instinct to engage in these activities in unhealthy ways. Yeah, and you can look up anything on the internet. Yeah. There's this um, documentary series called The Killing Season that I watch, mm. and it's about the death of the deaths of 10 sex workers in Long Island. And this former FBI profiler guy, Peter Brent, he says that there are far less profilers working on serial killers than there used to be because they've all been transferred to counterterrorism after 9-11. Oh, interesting. So there's only eight FBI profilers for serial killers in the United States. That's it? So he estimates that there are are several hundred that they know about, but probably a lot more serial killers that they don't. Oh, my God. So that's interesting. And then another forensic profiler said that there are about 20,000 women that go missing every year, most likely because of serial killers, and they're called the missing missing because no one's looking for them. Oh, man. Holy shit. That's crazy. Well, if you guys have any more ideas on this or have any uh, more research or anything you can bring to the table, please email us or DM us because this is a pretty interesting topic that we should get to the bottom of. Mm -hmm. Now, last but not least, while you guys are all quarantined up and staying inside, we want to give you some recommendations of fun ways that you could spend your time. Um, Melissa, what are your recs, your quarantine recs? Well, I have, there's a guy named Ryan Heffington who's here in LA and he owns this studio called the sweat spot and he does these, which like, is by the way, where I broke my foot <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing these like live Instagram dance classes a couple times a week on his Instagram and they're really easy follow along dance classes and it's. Ellie's an octopus. Yeah, her <laughs> tentacles are freeing me out. Ew, they keep like moving up. It's gross. And then there's a show. Are you guys watching Devs? I am watching Devs. I really like it. On I gotta Hulu. check it out. Oh, it's great. It's good about this girl who's an engineer and her boyfriend goes missing slash is murdered. Don't want to give it away. But um, Nick Offerman is the lead in it. And he's really great. Yeah, that's it's a really great show. Well, maybe one of you guys, maybe one of you guys would maybe give me your Hulu password. Okay, maybe I will. I'll think about it. Maybe I will. And then there's <laughs> the show is it's not new. It's called Search Party. That's on TBS. I've still never seen it. Alia Shawkat, Shawkat, who is not dating Brad Pitt apparently. Who is not dating Brad Pitt according to the tabloids? 
Yeah. But that show, it's really fun. It's like a, a comedy mystery. And then, and then there's a podcast you should be listening to. It's called Let's Talk with Lydia Greengrass de Alva Ladejo. Yes, you guys should be. It is the best podcast I've ever heard, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's produced it's by our very own Maria Blasucci. Me. Let me tell you guys something. Lydia is a breath of fresh air in in a, this this world we're living in right now, and she's um. I, I can't, there's nothing else I could say. You should just check it out. Yeah, Maria, tell us. It's an Erios podcast, so tell us a it's, little bit about the premise. It's an Erios podcast. Um, there is this woman, uh, Lydia Greengrass de Alva Ladejo. She is forty something. She she won't give her age. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a team building expert in Rancho Cucamonga. She also does life coaching and um, she's just doing a podcast for the first time. And she's got two boys, Eric and Ty, little, little boys. And they're, it's just kind of her talking to people, learning about things. She's really, she's really great. And I'm, I'm so glad to be part of the Erios family with her. We haven't met her yet, but next no Erios party, no, no one's one met her. No oh. one's met her. Oh, I hope she comes to one of the next Erios functions when we're all I, done social distancing. I don't know. I don't know. She's all the way in Rancho, but no that one's is met true. her. And she's got a Facebook page if anyone wants to check her out. Um, but she's special. You guys should check her out. Just listen to an episode or two. Does she have yeah. any Twitter or Instagram or anything or just Facebook? She has a Twitter, but she's finding it hard to find the time <laughs> <laughs> to um to, to to do Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um so some of my suggestions are needle felting. It's my new favorite hobby. She's so good at it, you guys. She sent I know you don't think you are, but like honestly that blew my mind. I don't even know how you do that. It's yeah. so easy. It's seriously so easy. So you can buy a kit off Amazon. I started doing a kit this morning and I don't like the kits as much as I like just doing it by yourself. But you just buy like, look up needle felting on Amazon and they'll show you like the wool to get and then it comes with needles. And then basically you stab it, you stab the wool until it's like in a shape and it gets uh-huh. hard. It like gets into a shape almost like, like Play-Doh or something if you keep stabbing it enough. And then you can like stab multiple shapes and then you just like stab them together until it creates Stop like whatever form you <laughs> What is it called? Felt wool what? Felt needling. Felt- needle felting. Needle felting. And it's a really nice quarantine activity. Oh, there's like because the things you can make are so cute. They're so adorable. And like if you get good at it, open an Etsy shop. <laughs> That's fun. <It's, laughs> Lydia would probably suggest that as another late in life business if you want, you know? I bet Lydia yes. would be into it. Yeah, yes. maybe Lydia yeah. would be into needle felting. So that's yeah. something fun to do. Um, I started watching True Blood on HBO Go from season one. And it's a very horny and good show if you want to watch that. I watched the first two seasons and I I loved that show. It's so good. After a while, it becomes like no rules and then it gets like a little intense. Um, But it's a really great show. It's like back when HBO like just started getting edgy, like when The Sopranos were on and they were like, all we do is fucking swear and kill people here. (laughs) Um, So it's fun. 
And then finally, I've been doing Zumba on Hulu in the morning. On YouTube, you just look up Zumba and there's like kids Zumba, adult Zumba, five minute Zumba, 20 minute Zumba. And it's just like a nice way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen your videos. On Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did uh, Zumba for kids and it was just baby shark song for like 10 minutes. Great. I'm into it. Yeah. And um, Maria, do you have any hobbies to add other than just being nuts? Well, hmm. sleeping, sleeping that I made some bread. I why is everyone making bread? Everyone is because you can't go out to get it. And so why not just try making it yourself? But isn't that like hard? Is it like, like, don't you need like yeast? Yeah, that's what you need. Yeast (laughs) and flour and water and salt. (laughs) <laughs> that's it <laughs> for like a regular old bread wow. but then i want to make like a hollow bread Ooh, like that's nice bread. Ooh. oh that's good so stuff. that takes a lot that takes eggs as well so mm. um and oh, maybe no. i'll try uh, getting into like croissant making Ooh. oh i love i love well, maybe whoa <laughs> maybe who knows oh that's i want to make pasta yeah Oh, so like this, just like real from scratch or just, just macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think I've been maybe, yeah, just I've been cooking a lot and making bread and I'd like to try this felting thing. So for the base of the felt, it's like, do they give you a structure to then stab? So basically they give you like a piece of foam board. And then you get like bags of different felt and you, you stick the needle on the felt on top of the foam, foam board so that you don't like ruin your table or like poke yourself or whatever. And you can either watch like a YouTube tutorial and it will show you how to make the shapes and like how to stab it. Or there's kits that you can get that actually have almost like cookie cutters kind of. Where you just stuff the wool in the cookie cutter and then stab it till it's the shape of the cookie cutter. You should make one that looks like Asher. That's one of my plans. If I get really good, I can start taking commissions and and start felt needling people's pets. Wow, I'm looking at pictures of it. These look so realistic. So how long did it take you to get that fox up and running? It probably took... I was trying to think because I wasn't paying attention. I was doing it while I was watching TV. So it probably took me three to four episodes of True Blood. So maybe like, <laughs> like if you had a, fel- a needle felting book or whatever, felt needling book, oh my everything would be in times of how many True Blood episodes. <laughs> like literally, that's the increments of time I travel by. Um, so maybe like <laughs> maybe it took me three hours total to make that. But you don't wow. notice. You don't notice like it's not like I'm just sitting there doing it. It's like you do other stuff while you're doing it. Right. Yeah, there is this. Uh, needle felting artist you should look her up it's waku neku it's this japanese girl it's w-a-k-u-n-e-c-o and what people do is they send in pictures of their cats and then she makes them but they're so realistic because she whoa i'm seeing it that's crazy it's fascinating and she uses it's all needle felting but then she also uses a little bit of real cat hair too in it, like oh my on the god. surface of it. Oh my god, it's pretty amazing. Well, that's how I'm going to get rich. Is I'm going to start. I'm well, she start sells them felting. for like thousands of dollars because she's so good, and people want their pets made, so she can only do like one per month or something. 
Whoa, that's crazy. I have like some felt art in my house and it, it costs like $250 or something crazy. One of the pieces I have. Wow. I got it when I worked at the gallery at gallery 1988. I got a, I got a felt art piece and it was, it, they're expensive. Yeah. Cause they take a lot of time. They do take a lot of time. Wow. So needle felting. Well, we're all going to start needle felting. Our yeah. So if you guys have any other uh, quarantine activities or current quarantivities, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. Sick. I'm so hungry. Also, um, next week, we're probably going to start doing Netflix crown parties uh, yes. where we can all watch a Netflix movie or something together and we'll share out the link to our Patreon members. So if yeah, you want to do movie. that with us, yeah, we got to pick a movie. So if you want to do that with us, uh, join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month and you can start uh, watching Netflix with me, Melissa, and maybe Maria if she wants to do it with us. Also, yeah, I'm around. I have I Mysterious. haven't sent out the Patreon rewards in a couple weeks because I haven't been to the post office. Yeah, so guys, you guys can wait. You understand what it's like. I'm, right now. I think maybe because I can just go to the post office and like I can just dump them in there. I don't. Yeah, but also I think our <laughs> our listeners are really nice. Like it, it they don't make Melissa yeah, a, go a couple to- more weeks. Couple Don't more. make Melissa get Corona because you want a pin right now. <laughs> Just you'll get it soon. You'll, you'll get, get your it. stuff I soon. Promise. I promise you. Okay. Well, we love you. That's about it for today. Um, hi, I'm Allie Siegel still. I'm still Melissa. And I'll always be Maria. Wow. <laughs> there you have it. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 